Welcome to the new and improved, rebranded, right for you, Parlay Podcast, starring Ace, the Harlem Sun, and Anthony. Yes, yeah, up? All right, so now I feel weird because I'm the only one that has like a weird ass name. Everybody else is cool. Everybody wow. else is like Ace, Anthony, and the Harlem Sun. Like, well, well, right, Ace, nah, ain't, dude. Ace like, ain't my real name. <laughs> I mean, it's close Ace enough. Ain't my real name. It's close enough. You're basically you've basically been A's as long as I've known you, so it's fine. Pretty much, yeah. yeah. What are your government name now? <laughs> it could yeah. be. I really could have put that on my license if I really wanted to. You should. All right. Hey, if you can have Metal World Peace, then you can have A's. That's true. I am known. I'm known in all the five boroughs, so I don't really claim a neighborhood. You know. <laughs> well, that's true. That's true. You've been arrested in all five boroughs. That is true. And I move around too much. <laughs> yeah. My fingerprints are on file with several state governments. <laughs> All right. From now on, I'm just Malik. That's cool. I'll, t- I'll, t- I'll take No, you're the Harlem Sun. No. <laughs> I-, I already rebranded this. There's too much time, money, and effort. Too, when it's too far. Graphics. It was too far gone. Okay. It's All right. A lot of pennies into this, right? <laughs> I'll take That's it. That's right. You know how much money I spent on this? <laughs> All right. We are going to get in to our NFL futures bets for the Super Bowl to win a champion to yeah to win the NFL Super Bowl obviously as opposed to any other Super Bowl. I was about to say who else has a Super Bowl? Nobody does. <laughs> well, actually, at the uh, Weed Hall of Fame they have a Super Bowl, but that's a different kind of one. Oh, that's great. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and Ant- Ant's favorite team, the New York Football Jets are now 10,000 to one. And I think they started out 10,000 to one before they went through the draft. So that shows how much they improved through the draft. No, it just shows you how much the national media hates our asses, but you know, that's just that. That's got, national media ain't got nothing to do with this, man. This is all about money. This I'm telling you, about just money. It it's all set up that way. They just believe the Jets is just going to fail. If that's it makes you I- feel any better, Cincinnati drafted more players, right? Had more first round picks. And they got worse. So I don't know how that was possible. They went from 8,000 to 10,000 to one. So, you know, yeah, I don't understand that either. They'll probably win less games than the Jets. And uh, the Carolina Panthers got a better quarterback and they went from 5,000 to 8,000. So I don't know. My Bears are still trending the same at 6,600 to one. So $1 will get me $660, which is, uh, is a pretty, pretty good value bet. You think, be- you think it would change once Fields stepped on the field? I think those odds didn't go down because of Justin Fields. No, I'm saying you think he's going to he's going to go is going to get a, bit, a little bit better once he oh, no. starts. It's going to stay the same because the one good thing the one thing I do know is this. Uh the Bears legitimately have a chance to win that division because I don't even know who Minnesota's quarterback is. Right? No one is it still no Kirk Cousins? Yeah, it's still Kirk Cousins. We ain't going to win. Yeah, we, we yeah. As far as as far as I'm concerned, we're the best team in that division right now. But do anybody actually care that that Kirk Cousins actually starting there? You know, I, I, my defense does. Yeah, Kirk Cousins cares. The defensive coordinator <laughs> of the Chicago Bears <laughs> cares. Kirk Cousins' bank account cares. Yes, and maybe maybe his family does too. But you know, <laughs> uh, if he's close with them, which yeah, I assume <laughs> him. Yeah. So wait, who else is in your division besides? Um, let's see, the Green Bay Packers are. Actually, what are the Green Bay Packers' odds? Because they have to be all over the place. Now, they went Green down because they, they don't know about Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, Green Bay's odds to win the Super Bowl went from plus 750 to plus 1,800. So they more than doubled. Without, and I guess they assume they're going to force Rodgers to play. But I believe he's willing to retire if they, you know, he's like, listen, I got enough money. I go host Jeopardy. Man, so. I'll, take that, I'll take that Green Bay bet. And Aaron Rodgers will come back with the mustachios and everything else. Yeah, and the Lions got a worse quarterback and a better coach, and they're now plus fifteen thousand. You sure he's a better coach? I don't know. You got to explain. No, 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 he's not. I mean, he's, 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 he's a better coach. He's not a. He doesn't. He has no reputation yet. I mean, no, I, I, I can't say he's a better coach just because he's never done it. So well, he he owns a suit, so he looks like an I mean, adult. So that's always an improvement. He can definitely shave, which Matt Patricia never proved he could actually do. 
I mean, look, the know, people, the people on the team he knows the, how to clean himself, so that's good. The players seem to like him, which is which is more than I would say I could say for Matt Patricia entire, in, his, in his entire tenure in Detroit. The vast majority of players did not like him. They played for him because they it was their job to do, but he did not have many, very many fans and friends in that organization. So at the very least, I'll say that Dan Campbell has, has, has uh, afforded himself that opportunity. But the Lions suck, and that's the reason why they're, they're, they're plus 15,000. So I'm not even going to talk about them because I don't, I don't want to don't speak on them. I'm, I'm going to watch every game. I have, I have my Sunday tickets. I'm going to watch every game, and that's fine. And I'll wear my hat, and I'll wrap my team. But they stink. I already know that's going to happen. So, Speaking of Patricia, um, did he get reabsorbed back into New England? Yeah, he's, he's, he's doing that. Right. I don't know. He's selling, he's selling hot dogs. I don't know. <laughs> um, <laughs> the one that's most intriguing to me yeah. in this group is, so what's the, I, I would say that, Ace, what's the one that you would bet on? If you had to lay money on. If I'm going to take my $100 you know, bill. I'm yeah, you have to take your hundred dollar bill. Where you where are you going with it? And I'm coming to you next. Um, hmm. Well, is it because of how much money I can win, or who I actually think is going to win the Super Bowl? I mean, a little a little bit of both. Like, so if you have your hundred dollars, who's your who's your? I say who's the safest pick, and then who's your who's your gamble that you would say I'm going to put this money down. The, I know there's a chance that I can't get it. The safest, I already know who my who my two are, but go ahead. My safest pick, I, I I really feel the fact that Kansas City went to back-to-back Super Bowls and they made it to the second one with no offensive line, which convinced me that they weren't going to lose. And then mm. they went out and re-signed a bunch of people and maybe getting their um, starting left guard back in that French-Canadian player, Duvernay Laurent. I don't know if he's going to stop being a doctor, stop saving lives and come back and play. But if he does, like that'll actually help them. Right. Because their offensive line is the reason why they lost. Um, Tampa Bay got older. Kansas City's still pretty young. They still got Travis Kelsey. They may have lost, um, you know, they're plus 500. So they actually got better odds. Because I guess every, the, you know, whoever's the odds makers are taking more bets on them to win than any other team in the AFC. Right. But it, I think it's going to be an AFC team that wins. Point blank period. I'm a Bears fan. If we make the playoffs again, I'll be shocked. Because that means we won nine, ten games, or we just won the uh, NFC North, which is possible, but it, it don't seem likely to me. Um, but I think Baltimore. So is is Baltimore your safe pick, or Baltimore is your? No, Baltimore's your my value pick. Baltimore's my okay. gamble. They're plus okay. fourteen hundred, so a hundred dollars at fourteen times odds is fourteen hundred bucks. Right. So, but to me, I think Kansas City is a no-brainer. Because Patrick Mahomes is still very young. He's still super healthy. And basically, Kansas City Chiefs learned they can do a lot without an offensive line. But if you have one, they are damn near unbeatable. You know? Okay. And what about you? Well, actually, Ace took my um, my safe pick and actually made his gamble pick. I actually would take Baltimore as my safe pick to actually go all the way. I know people is going to like Buffalo. I know people is going to like KC. And all these other eight AFC teams and stuff like that, but I actually like what, what Baltimore's actually going to do right there. They got, they're going to build everything about um, Lamar Jackson. But as far as for my gambling team, I want to throw a court curveball. I know most people in the um, national media might actually go this way as well later on down the line. I want to go with Dallas because they got in their division. They're going to have the Giants. They're going to have um, Washington, and they're also going to have uh, who else? That other team is um. Um, slip Philly. Philly, yeah, and all three of those teams. I don't really believe in those teams. I have no, uh, I don't believe in Ryan Fitzpatrick being in on what's his name on Washington. He he might quite do some good things at first, but he's gonna flame out. Giants, I don't believe in the clone, the fake Eli Manning over there. Um, quite Dan, Danny Picks and um, what's his name in, in Philly? They, they don't even know what they want to do. They got rid of their best. They got rid of a good quarterback. Jalen Hurts is okay, but I don't know about this new um the new coach there. Even though a couple of years ago I actually wanted him as my, my Jets coach, but after his press introduction, I'm like, eh. But anyway, like I said, I'm gonna go with Dallas as my my own what's the name, my gambling pick right there. I, they can actually go. They can actually go far, especially if they win the, their division. You know, I didn't really consider them, but if yeah, they should, the make, they should make the playoffs, and it is the weakest division. You're right. You're definitely right about that. 
As long as uh, what's the name that can stay healthy, it's, it's on. They they get Ezekiel back, and he's talking about trying to re- relive his um his youth or whatever. You know, for 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 someone who usually doesn't make a lot of sense, you're making a lot of sense right now. <laughs> I'm trying to. It's a new show. <laughs> don't worry, I'll start. Don't worry, I'll start messing up sooner or later. That's <laughs> hilarious. Especially because they're plus three thousand, so that's that's really good odds. That's, that's, a, that's I mean, that's the value play, right? So mm-hmm. you got Baltimore as your as your kind of. Yeah. Safe money play and your value plays there is the Cowboys. That's a good variance too. I mean, you got plus fourteen and then plus three thousand. Um, so my safe play, um, I I teetered between the Ravens and uh, and the Bills. Uh, I think I mentioned it before we started recording. Uh, I just think the Bills are the Bills are a, a, a complete team, and they were one step away from the Super Bowl. You know, last season. And, you know, not for nothing, if Josh Allen takes at least takes even a half step forward, he's an MVP candidate. I mean, he was an MVP candidate all year. Right. But if he even takes a half step forward and there's definitely, you know, parts of his game that can still improve, he takes a half step forward. He's an MVP and the team around him. They've they've developed again. You know, they built again. They 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 kept a lot of the players that they had. and they've continued to build. Uh, this team is built for you know longevity, but also for the stretch run of the playoffs. Um, and my dark horse, my gamble team, is another AFC team. It's going to be the Tennessee Titans. Um, look, I hate Derrick Henry. He's an Alabama running back, so I can't stand him. But the ability to run the football in December and January is going to be important, especially now they're playing 17 games. So, you know, there's likely to be teams are going to be a little worn down. And if you have a 240, 250 pound back that you can hand the ball off to for 30 times, 30 times a, a game for three straight weeks, you got a real opportunity there. Um, throw in the, the addition of Julio Jones as, at, at, as a, as a, you know, big time threat at the wide receiver position and again, same thing. All um, all ten all ten L has to do is take a half step forward, you know. And he's a he's already a top you know top ten quarterback, you know wherever, wherever you want to place him. He takes a half step forward, and he's playing for you know for a championship. You know uh, he's got the talent around him. He's got he's got all the, all of the pieces. And you know, not for nothing, I hated him when he was on the on the Patriots. But but Mike Rabel is an actual is a damn good coach. You know, he's 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 clearly he clearly knows what he's doing to motivate those guys and get those guys playing. So that would be my and they're plus twenty eight hundred. You got the Bills at plus twelve, and then the Titans at plus twenty eight. So that's my uh, those are my two picks there. As far as for the Titans, I, I got to see what they do in the preseason. The only reason is because they don't have Arthur Smith there no more. I want to see how they actually change their game plan. Will they still stick to the same thing because of Rabel? Because Rabel, of course, is d- defensive as a player, so he might still stick with that run, run first type of thing. You never I know. I don't know how much the offense is going to change, but you did add a lot more talent in Julio Jones, who's coming off a pretty injury-riddled season. He wanted to go to Tennessee because he knew they had a chance to make a deep run in the playoffs. He gets to stay in the South where he's comfortable. And, I mean, every team that we've picked – is likely going to win their division, right? Okay. Kansas City's winning the AFC West. Tennessee's going to win the AFC South. Baltimore, I mean, it doesn't seem like it's going to be Pittsburgh with everyone that, that they've lost. Buffalo's definitely going to win the AFC East. And, you know, for the one NFC team, I mean, I don't see Dallas not making it, being as they had basically no quarterback last year and they were one game away. Yeah. Well, Indy, Indy is the uh, the favorite in terms of Super Bowl odds uh, in the AFC South to to win. They're at they're at plus twenty five. So yeah, you know, based well, on that, based on that, the expectation is that they'll be a better team than Tennessee. Oh yeah, but Tennessee does have Julio Jones. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but to answer your question, Ann, I don't think it, to me, I, I don't think it really matters how they start. I think what what I'm what I'm thinking honestly is is this this. Uh, is having Derrick Henry at the end of a 17-game season um, and having the ability to run the football better than anybody else in the league is going to go a long way um, and is going to give them the opportunity to win 
I actually think this will be, I think this, this, that additional game is going to be relatively taxing on teams. Um, and they're going to, I don't think any, I don't think anybody realizes what, you know, going from 16 to 17 plus playoffs, you know, is really going to do because, you know, this whole idea of, Oh, well, we took away uh, a couple of preseason games. And so that's, that, that's just, that's a supplement the, you know, the rest that you don't get that you're that you're gonna get. Well, they never they were they weren't playing preseason games hard anyway, right? So you're so. Yeah. The reason why you know. they they talking about that is because you know the in the um the preseason the fourth third preseason game they play like three quarters whatever usually the starters. Yeah, but they don't. But they don't. It's not intense. They're not going really hard here. They're not that. It's it's not an intense. It's not an intense game plan. They're not putting in all of that, all of that work. And again, it's. You know they don't practice in pads throughout the throughout the week. Right. You know, so the the, the regular the, the but you know that that week eighteen game. Say what you want. Yeah. That week eighteen game. If people got to play, they playing. All of them mm. are playing. Well, you we know, know that. If, yeah. if, if if you know if division titles are on the line and all of those things, everybody the people are playing. So we know that, but the executives for the NFL, you know, well, they know that they don't care for it. They, they don't who care. don't put on pads. <laughs> yeah, they're gonna make that excuse and like, yeah, yeah. yeah. they're gonna make the, they're gonna they're oh. gonna make the network money. But it's gonna matter to some teams a lot more than it is to others. Like, oh, definitely, the right. teams that are already at, let's say, you're at ten losses by the time week fifteen rolls around, you're gonna be looking at week eighteen like, oh dear God, let's end this. Right. I think they actually have more more um, teams that can be in the playoffs this year too, right? I think it's the same it's as last year. Down to seven. So okay. It's seven. No, it's it's six teams, right? Well, with seven last year, that's when right. They had it's the extra. Be, they had correct. the extra, you know, wild card team. The extra wild card team. So it's going to be three wild card teams and four division winners. You can actually have a team that actually have um two wild card. I mean, the division actually has two wild cards this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like say, like say the Bills make it and the Patriots and the and Dolphins just for the hell of it because everybody thinks the Jets suck. <laughs> oh, no. I was wondering <laughs> if you're gonna throw your Jets in there. Yeah, like, I'm gonna North throw my little bus right now because everybody else is doing it. But I already know Jets have their little hidden weapons. People are gonna be afraid. As far as the AFC East, I don't want to get off topic, but they're gonna be on. Um, they're gonna be kind of scary to face. The whole AFC East. The Jets aren't gonna. The, the reason why nobody's scared of the Jets isn't because of the rest of the team. It's because of the quarterback. Yeah, they think it's the quarterback. He won't be ready. No, yeah. no, no, he just won't be ready. Like even if he's good for a rookie, he's still a rookie. Well, you the know, same like, thing they said about Herbert last year, but you know. Yeah. But th- that's true. But San Diego, I'm sorry, the Chargers, the LA Chargers, didn't get close to the playoffs. Like no right. disrespect I mean, to him, but they didn't. They didn't get that close. And and Herbert Herbert is is looked at as more the exception, not the rule. Yeah, and they yeah. won seven games. You know who also won seven games and was considered to have a terrible season? The New England Patriots. So <laughs> think about that. Like seven games is good when no one expects you to win anything, but now when they expect you to win and you come in again and you go eight and eight. Or now it's a seventeen game season and you go eight uh, and nine, like, does that really make a difference? Are they really rocking with you like that? You're not a sexy pick no more. You're not upsetting anybody. You're like, you're doing what you're supposed to do. Exactly. But one one pick before we before we go off of this topic, one one group, one team that I'll say is a very, very sneaky play that I think people should be paying attention to and put your money if you're thinking about it, put your money down on them now, is the Denver Broncos. And the reason why I'm saying them is although I can't stand them, I can't stand the Denver Broncos as an organization. Um, <laughs> if they were to be able to trade for Aaron Rodgers at some point in time during the season, oh, that'd be scary. That lot, that number goes goes down significantly, right? So if 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 the if the Denver Broncos are able to put trade trade for Green for you know Aaron Rodgers at some point, you're getting them at plus twenty five. That it might go go down to like you know plus a thousand plus eight hundred, they're going to become a favorite. You know what I mean? And so that, so if you get them now at plus twenty five, and 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 ride it out, and hopefully you know something something interesting happens like that. That's a good gamble. That's a gamble that I'm willing to take. What are the teams that are actually expected or in the running to get him? Um, if that and that's saying if Green Bay is willing to trade him, yeah, if Green Bay is really willing to move him, I mean Denver's been obviously the most, uh, you know, the, the the most talked about you know situation for them. Um, I think the only other team that I can remember off the top of my head 
was a team like um remember the 49ers was trying to punch for him. 49ers, the 49ers were, but now they they got Trey Lance, so that they're probably out of out of the mix there. Um maybe a team like uh oh, the Dolphins to too. Yeah, I know the Dolphins were interested too. Uh, and trading Tua. Yeah. And trading Tua or something like that. Together. Maybe a team like the Raiders, hmm. you know, uh with that situation with Derek Carr and and and, and what they have over there. But I don't and, think the Raiders um, would John actually, Gruden. I don't think the Raiders would give him a better chance. I think Miami might. No, they, not him. But you know, if they if they offered a package that uh, Green Bay really wanted, I could see it happening. So I see them. I know. see. You know what? Now that you mention it, two are going to Green Bay and him going to Miami. I would hate that, but they they, they would be pushing for him. And before they was pushing for Watson if, too. If you're the Green Bay Packers, that seems the most likely deal, unless they really believe in the guy that they drafted last year. But it seems like they don't because everything that I heard is like, this guy's not ready at all. He didn't even practice a lot last season. Like, he didn't dress for games. And nobody believed he was ever going to get on the field. So, yeah, I don't even remember his name now that you mentioned it. Was it Bryce Love? Love? Jordan, Jordan Love. Yeah. Jesus. I'm calling him Bryce Love. <laughs> That's horrible. Name. No, because Bryce Drew is a basketball player, head coach in uh, college basketball, and Love is Jordan Love. Yeah, Jordan Love didn't – he didn't dress for games. Mm-hmm. He wasn't even the number one backup to Rodgers, who we knew he was going to play every game. So when you tell me something like that, it's like, oh, so this rookie, you, you weren't even ready for him to come in in an emergency situation. Right. So it's like, oh, that's not much faith. I, you know what I was going to say? I was going to say watch out for Seattle because I forget – that, you know, Russell Wilson made some noise last year towards the end of the year. People were like, is he going to go to the Bears? And I was like, well, I would love for that to happen, but Seattle ain't going to let him out of that contract. And they went 12-4. and four. Um, The Rams are coming for them. The Rams do have a better defense. They lost one of their starting wide receivers because Doug Baldwin, I believe, retired, right, after 10 or 11 seasons. Yep. They still have – He wasn't um, starting anyway, though. No, but – he, he was going to play like he would have been mm-hmm. a significant piece this season if he wanted to come back. But right. I think he was ready to leave on his terms. And he's like, I'm not playing 17 games. And they still have DJ Shark. No, you're talking about. Um, well, you're talking. You're not talking about yeah, DJ, DJ. No, DJ Shark is in. Uh, you're talking about DK Metcalf. DJ oh, Shark Jesus is in uh, Jacksonville. Thank you. DJ Met, DK Metcalf. DK, I'm getting old. I got old this this last two months, people. DK Metcalf, who is a number one receiver if I've ever seen one, and Russell Wilson needs one. Yeah. So as long as Seattle has somewhat of a running game and they can figure out their defense a little bit, um, they went 12 and four last year. If this team can win 10 games and get back to the playoffs in the NFC, which I don't see why they won't, and I don't see why 10 games won't get them in as a wild card at the very least. Let's say they swap spots with L.A., with the Rams. They'll still be in it. New Orleans might not be that good. No one's expecting Atlanta to be that good. No one's expecting Carolina to be that good. And, uh, you know, NFC Least is going to have one team in the playoffs. So the Seahawks have the, have the longest odds of any team that I believe will make it to the playoffs. So at plus 2,600, they could be sneaky good, depending on what they do. I actually want to see what Atlanta does because they're gonna because they got their new coach and everything like that. They could actually get sneak in too. If Atlanta wins more than five games, I don't even know what the over under on their wins are. But if you told me it was four and a half, I would take the under. They actually went up too, Atlanta. They went from four thousand to ten thousand. I mean, yeah, because they got worse because they traded away Julio Jones. And we also don't know where their starting running back is going to be because they don't have Todd Gurley. Not that he was great last year, but people had some belief in him being able to get it done with 150 to 180 carries. I'm guessing they think that Arthur Smith's um, listening offense goes around just running all day, so they don't have a good running back like he did in Tennessee. Tennessee. Yeah. And, yeah. So Atlanta's over-under is seven and a half. I'm taking the under. Yeah. It's actually doesn't it actually doesn't well right now on 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 the site that we're looking at oddshark.com um it actually doesn't matter which one you take i mean the it, the over is minus 105 the under is minus 125 so yeah so yeah there's it's because it's even money bet they kind of right 
but I'm taking under seven and a half wins. They're not winning eight games. Okay. They're not going to like, I get it's a 17 game season, so that's not even 500 anymore, but they're, they're not, they're not winning eight games. Like that's not going to happen. But my Detroit lions, it ain't <laughs> the over under is look here, here, look, shoot for the stars. People. If you want if you want to shoot for over under the Detroit lions are over under is a, is five. Okay. And the over is plus one twenty five. So, wow. if you've got a hundred bucks to lay on something, lay it down on that, because I think in a seventeen game season, I think most teams can trip into five wins. So that means if, if it means that how many games get, did they win last year? Five. Okay. So they should be able to get that same number. <laughs> you know, um, I, I I would I would say take that bet. Take the over at five. At five, I mean, they got younger at quarterbacks, so that has to mean something. And they are going to be biting a kneecap. So, some I mean, the division, <laughs> the, the, the division isn't isn't the division isn't filled with juggernauts, you know. Well, whoa, um, whoa, whoa. no, it's not. Chicago it's, Bears. It's, it's not filled with juggernauts. <laughs> and Justin Fields. No, um, it will be a difficult hand. season for them. It will be a difficult season for them. But I think if you if if, if smart money, you can put some smart money down on five. You know, and get get you get you at the over. Six wins. I don't think six six and twelve six. And, I mean, six and eleven is fine. I can you see know? six wins, especially with Minnesota yeah. in that division. Come on now. I can see six wins. So, give it a shot. Okay, I hear you. All right, now moving on to NCAA football, college ball. Guess who the favorite team to win that? NCAA football championship is next. Drum season. roll. Drum roll. Anthony, give me a guess. Give me a guess. BYU. No. No, not BYU. <laughs> Shockingly, no. Oh gosh. Is BYU it the Alabama favorite to win their conference though? Is it the but Alabama Crimson Tide? It is. Of course, of course it is. Of course it is. Roll tide. At plus two fifty. And Clemson is plus 300 and the field, which is any other team besides those two went from plus 1000 to plus 500. So as long as you believe it won't be Alabama or Clemson next season, you can just bet the field and still win five times your money. I would say that's actually probably my favorite bet. What is the field? take every other team aside from Clemson or Alabama to win the national championship next year. Yeah. Being as I don't know who Alabama's their quarterback's supposed to be good, but they lost what two Heisman trophy winners. They lost the three best receivers in college, or I'm sorry, two of the three best receivers in college. Um, not to forget dude from Mississippi state. Who's now on the jets. And um, yeah, like they can't win every year. They can always be in the playoff. I'm not going to win. Like, but they can't win every year and they don't win every year. Yeah. Uh, I don't, I don't, I don't care about Bama. <laughs> <laughs> what? They're probably going to win. Look, they're probably going to win, you know, more likely than not. I, I think, I think they are problematic. I won't say they are the problem with, with, they are the problem with, uh, you know, um, NCAA football, but they are problematic for it. Oh, just uh, like, that was going to be young. Um, right, he's going to be the quarterback. I don't know, in my opinion here, mm-hmm. I don't know, and Milwaukee is about to win this damn game. They came back. <laughs> yeah, they are. Came back, and they're about to win this game. It's seven seconds left, and they are up six points. You got to make it a series. Left. My a goodness. Pivotal, anyway. A pivotal game for. Anyway. Um, Money in my bucks. In my opinion, um, the – one of the things, one of the one of the great things about football is, is one of the great things about especially NFL football is parity. Even with a team like Kansas City, you know that there is an opportunity, there is a chance, a possibility that they'll lose that game. One thing that the NCAA to me um, has lost is that sense of parity well, because they don't because Alabama doesn't tend to lose the big games unless something happens, and so as a result of that. I think it's just going to be really difficult 
it's it's typically really difficult to to lay bets against on anybody else unless you're a fan of those teams and you're taking advantage of your of your fandom. Um, so you believe right now that Alabama is going to run it back again and win again? I think that I think they're they're the I, I can see that's why they're the odds on favorite Ace. Like that's you know they they could be the odds on favorite every year, but. And and not for nothing. I mean, they're, they're mm-hmm. plus three fifty, right? So you've yeah, got you got them at plus. Uh, okay, I'm, I'm looking at Odd Shark. I have they have them at plus three fifty for national championship. So you got them at plus. What I'm seeing plus three fifty for them, plus four hundred. If you go all the way to the end, it's the most current one. Okay, so you know, for me, I would just say the fact that yeah, they're plus two fifty, and then literally everybody else. <laughs> You know, them, Clemson, Ohio State, LSU, right? So those four, those four teams. It's always them. And then literally everybody else is like plus a thousand, like that, like, like and and worse. You know, yeah. to me that's problematic for the sport because in in the event that if these four teams, mm-hmm. the four teams that I mentioned, Alabama, Clemson, Ohio State, LSU, make it to the playoff, mm-hmm. that will mean that on July fourteenth you could easily predict what was going to happen and what the outcome of this was going to be at the end of December. You know, the reason why the NFL ones are so are, are seem to be so scattered is honestly, because you know, KC and Tampa Bay, they made the Super Bowl the year before, but everybody else can realistically say, we you know with the exception of obviously the bottom, the bottom couple teams can realistically see their path to the, to the Super Bowl. Shout out to Houston Texans, you know, <laughs> and the NCAA is, is is built in such a way that you know even if you're a really really great team, can you really see your path towards towards the soup towards the, the the national championship towards the playoff and the national championship? Well, no, I I completely hear you know? your point. So like, let's keep it let's keep it a hundred, right? So there's really what five conferences that have a chance, mm-hmm. and realistically, out of those five, we're not going to count the Pac-12 because for that to happen, that would mean that. A Pac-12 team would have to come out of nowhere, run the table in the mm-hmm. Pac-12, yep. just to qualify as like the third or second team. And then you have to beat Alabama, and then possibly you're going to have to play Clemson at two versus three. Then you're going to have to come back and like probably beat Alabama or Ohio State. Mm-hmm. When you haven't done that in, I don't know, over a decade? Right. Like there's been – Two teams from the Pac-12. No, there's been one team from the Pac-12 or two teams from the Pac-12 to make the playoff. Washington and Oregon. Mm-hmm. USC has never made the playoff. And they were the right. last team from the Pac-12 to win a national championship with Reggie mm-hmm. Bush and Matt Leiner. Mm-hmm. So that ain't going to happen. So there's really four conferences we're picking from. And nobody's as good as Ohio State in the Big Ten, as much as I hate to say it as a you know, low-key cheer for Michigan. But they didn't get much better. Ohio State is negative 180 to win the Big Ten. Right. Ne- I'm sorry, minus 110 to win the Big Ten. They're, they're overwhelming favorites, whereas every other team is at least plus 700 or more. Penn State might beat them, and Michigan might beat them. And that's a big might. But the best chance out of the three teams that you named to win the national championship would be Oklahoma. So you're right. It's a, it's a five-team game. But in the... And realistically, no matter how well Boise State plays, they're not going to get a chance to even play for it. Notre Dame probably won't get a chance to play for it because they're not in the ACC this year. Mm -hmm. And Alabama would probably have to lose, what, two games? Two straight games? At least, yeah. They'd have to to lose to Georgia, and they'd have to lose to LSU, or they lose to LSU, and then they lose the SEC title game if LSU loses more games than them. Right. And then even then, they still might get into the fourteen playoff. Right, right. You know, and this is again it's, to me, it's it's not Alabama's fault, right? It's not it's not that they're it's not that they are at fault, and they are like, what's wrong with the sport? You know, uh, again, I'm not calling that out. So please don't at me on Twitter or wherever. Oh no, please you know. add him. I'll I'll put his Twitter handle at the end of this. You know, please don't. Please. <laughs> I mean, like, if you want to argue about something, argue about something that's more that that's that's more valuable. Um, I'm not arguing whether or not Alabama is good for good for the college for college football. I think they are good for college football um, because they are the juggernaut that everybody tries to take down. Mm -hmm. The problem with college football is there is no clear path to taking down said juggernaut. 
that you can that you can realistically see. I think Just that's like what made Sean Watson such a big star. That's what made right. Cam Newton but, such a big star because they they slayed the dragon at the time. Clemson and Auburn, you know what I mean? Like like Clem, yeah. Clemson was a huge, you know, Clem, Clemson even at that time, especially you know, Clemson Ohio made State. it up there. But now Clemson is just as is just as dominant as as Alabama in terms of being being you know in in that in that realm. What you just said was was poignant, Ace, and I'm, I'm, I'll get off of that. You could be twelve and zero, Boise State. Yeah. Good yeah. luck. Good luck getting into the top four. Good luck. Yeah. Just just good luck on that, because you're going to be twelve and zero, Boise State, and one loss, Alabama is still going to be a, the the two seat. You know, or the one seat, <laughs> you know, it's, it's still going to happen. Um, and I think that's what's wrong with NCAA and betting and betting in general. But even worse, like there's only four teams that can really win the title. I'm sorry. There's only teams from four conferences. Right. There's right. no disrespect to the Pac-12, but that's the problem to me is the fact that they're so bad now. They're not, right. not even like bad, but like their games come on late. So if you really do want to watch it, you got to be up till you got to stay ten, stay up till ten o'clock to see a game that's going to end at one o'clock on the Eastern Standard Time. Exactly, East Coast. Exactly. Which is why all of the biggest, all of the people who watch most of the college football are in the um, Central Time Zone in the South. You're in Texas, or you're in oh, is is New Orleans? Yeah, New Orleans is in Central Time Zone. New Orleans is Central, yeah. And so is Alabama, I believe. They're on East Coast time. So, you know, if you're in Florida, you're not staying up to watch uh, Washington State play Oregon State. You don't give a mm-hmm. damn. You're already exactly. asleep. You've been drunk all day. <laughs> so it is what it is. And I guess Texas could. But, like, if Texas wins the national championship next year, I will I will give both of you a million dollars. I don't know where you're going to find that million dollars at, but, you know. Yeah, okay. Floyd Mayweather's got it somewhere under a couch somewhere. <laughs> if if you think Texas can win a national championship, bet them because what what are their odds? Let me just look this up because it goes alphabetically. So I got to scroll down a bit. That would be amazing. They're plus thirty three hundred. Okay, Texas A and M has better odds to win a national championship than they do. Um, plus thirty three hundred means we re- not only did we not think you're gonna win, we don't even think you're gonna win the Big Twelve. So get out of here with that. <laughs> Georgia has a better chance to win the national championship than they do. Exactly. exactly. So it's going to be an SEC team. Hopefully it won't be Alabama. Let's switch it up. It'll be interesting. Agreed. Agreed. But that's why I think the field is the most interesting one because we have no idea what's going to happen. And now with players and teams actually having like a whole summer to get testing done and things like that. And all of these, what people don't realize is, all of these players got an extra year of eligibility due to COVID-19 mm-hmm. just so that the NCA could make sure and the powers that be in college football, like, yo, we got to make this money. We got to convince these kids to play, even though we're not paying them. Right. And they were like, Oh, you can have an extra year. And that extra year is giving all these super seniors a chance to cash in on their name, image, and likeness. So good for them. Right. And well, that's another thing that's going to change the betting game too, is the um, cashing in on their likeness and stuff like that. You're gonna, you had those big teams that, it was literally um, bringing in players before. Yeah. If you want to make yeah. big money, you're going to go to those big name teams. Even if you're the backup person, you know, you might can call you, make a name for yourself there. Well, that's the one thing that I think is actually going to spread out the talent is that the guys that are great in college, but maybe are like borderline NFL people, it's going to give them a better chance and a reason to go to another school aside from Alabama, Oklahoma, and Texas is getting five-star recruits, but if you're a five-star recruit, you almost always get drafted. You end up being like a first, second, or third-round pick, which means you go and cash in. But now you you have a reason to not go to one of those five to six schools that you end up going to, and there's a reason to go to USC. There's yep. a reason to go to UCLA or Oregon, and then you can have a Nike deal in college. In college. That's Oregon. true. Yeah. So now this may actually spread out the talent more evenly. That's the only thing that I can think of that really improves the whole NIL thing that everybody's like, it's going to be Armageddon. These kids are going to make money. And then the whole, they got to pay taxes. Yeah, so do I. (laughs) Okay. They got software for that. They'll figure it out. And if they don't, they don't. Oh, well. Hope you save some of that. <laughs> but either well, way, it should spread out the talent going forward with guys who are going to sign in the class of 20, 2021 and twenty twenty two. 
So maybe well, we'll Miami see. will come back. We'll see just because it, it, it may take a couple of years to get there. This year, this year alone, uh, Alabama's uh, recruiting class includes seven five-star recruits and 15 four-star recruits. So that's, that's, that's 22 freshmen who are between five and four and five-star recruits added to a national championship roster. I'm just saying. Wait, so that's the class of, that's the high school class of 2021 or 2020? That's coming in. The incoming freshmen into yeah. – this year's incoming freshmen into Alabama includes 22 players that are either four or, four or five-star recruits. Not including so, all the see 22. see if they're going to be first-round picks? No, um, you never know. Not including, not including the, 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 the five-star and four-star guys that they already have on the roster – that are still there from the championship team that they had last year, which granted is, has, has been gutted. Yeah. You know, has, has definitely been gutted, you know, Jalen Waddle, Devonte Smith, uh, Najee Harris, obviously Mac Jones, some of the offensive linemen, like they have been gutted, they, they lost a lot, but they're not, but that doesn't mean that they're, that they're done Man. clearly. Cause and, and Vegas doesn't think it either. So they reload quicker than a Gatlin gun. It is what it is. <laughs> they stay ready. Yep. Same exactly. as Clemson. Like, they it's like you said Malik it's five it's it's four schools splitting all the five-star recruits splitting mm-hmm. the 30 best players in the country so exactly. maybe maybe you're right it's gonna take a couple of years for it to spread out but it should make it interesting and if you're really feeling if you really got a lot of gamble in you you can bet uh florida state who's twelve thousand five hundred to one to win <laughs> so yeah you know think about it Say about that hundo. Or you could yeah, say hello to twelve thousand dollars. Yeah, okay. I'd rather put my money on the Lions, by the way. At fifteen, <laughs> at 15 grand. <laughs> All right. Y'all got anything else y'all want to talk about? Any other futures bets or any any anything else interesting in the world of sports and sports betting y'all want to mention? Nah, just come check us out. Come check us out every week. Uh, we'll be back every week from here on in doing our doing our shows. Um, I hope you guys enjoy. What's that? Every Thursday. We got to say that. We got to make sure. Every well, Thursday. Well, we'll be releasing on Thursdays. Yeah, we're recording these on Wednesdays. But, you know, check us out. Hope you enjoyed last year, uh, this year. Hope to be even better with our picks. Um, hope to be even more accurate with our picks and our futures and our props and all those things. We'll add, we'll add a lot to the to it. And uh, yeah, so keep checking us out, and um, you know we'll we'll see you guys during the season. And then when the season's over, you know we'll pick back up with basketball, and uh, and try to try to get those right again. Be more <laughs> consistent, and we will also be adding a Patreon this year, and we will be covering all of the Power Six conferences. Yes, I am including the American Conference as a Power Six conference. I don't care what y'all got to say. After just saying that there are only five conferences, now we have to now we have to cover the no, sixth no. one. There's only four. Con- there's only four five majors. Yeah, there's only four conferences that have a chance to win the national title. Well, we gonna cover those but other two. If you make a million dollars a year as a college just on TV rights alone, which the American Conference does, yeah, I'd say you're a Power Five school. Okay. If you can, you know, if you can win 14 games, let me put it like this: if winning your conference championship guarantees you a New Year's Six bowl, like um winning the American conference has the past three seasons. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're a power conference. Okay. You know, Cincinnati, Memphis, UCF, Houston. We know what it is with that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And uh, yeah. Follow us at the parlay on at the parlay on Twitter. Um, I think Anthony's going to be getting this going on Instagram. Isn't that right, Anthony? Yeah. I'll be, I'm building that a little bit soon. Get that, get that together. But we definitely got to remember the parlay. We no longer what's the old name again? We don't even know what the old name. We don't, is. Yeah, we don't know what that is. The name yes. that will not it's be mentioned. Got snapped. I mean, it's not tattooed on me anywhere or anything like that. So it's fine. Yeah, you got you got <laughs> Thanos snap, so we don't, uh, we don't think about that no more. And you can find us on Podbean, Podcast Addict, Google Podcasts, and you will finally be able to find us on Apple Podcasts. Oh well, we upgrading over in the world. No right. Longer, yes. No longer in the, in, the, in the basement. I have one. All right, now with our shout-outs. Go ahead, Anthony. I'd like to give a shout-out to McGregor's foot. You know, hopefully it gets back together again. You know, it, it, it's nothing to do with betting, but, you know, I had to put that in there. Make sure that – because in the future, we're going to actually start talking about 
um, quite different types of fights and stuff like that, you know. So just a little segue on that. But anyway, that's my shout outs for this week. All right. Yeah, I got one. Malik. I, I got I'm one shout out. It, no, really. <laughs> and I got one. I got one shout out, and that is to all of the uh, NFL writers, media people, and you know, folks that folks around the around the world, the NFL, who are just now realizing after twelve seasons in in Detroit that Matthew Stafford is actually a good damn quarterback. Whoa, Matt Stafford is. He's coming through. I'm just seeing this on Odd Shark right now. He's already come through. He is fourth in the futures bets for MVP, for NFL MVP. Matt Stafford has never been that high in MVP voting in his life, okay? You know, so, uh, 12 years in Detroit. At 12 years in Detroit, he gets he gets no love. And then all of a sudden, the man spends two, spends two weeks in, in you know, OTAs and, and, and mini camps. And there's all these 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 praises coming from people like Kyle Shanahan, who's like, I never knew he was that good. Wait, what? <laughs> he's been in the league 12 years. He has 40,000 passing yards. And he just now now you're realizing he's just he's just now good. Now he's good. Look, I've been telling people that this man was good for a long time. He's going to show it. He's going to prove it uh, in L.A. this year with the Rams. I'm not I'm not putting any bets on 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 the, the success of him or the success of the team. I just find it really, really interesting that as soon as a guy leaves, leaves Detroit, all of a sudden now everybody, everybody's checking in on his talent. And this is the reason why guys like Calvin Johnson and Barry Sanders wanted to get traded away from Detroit so they could finally get the get the love and the respect and the props that they deserve, despite the fact that they 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 retired um, you know, Hall of Famers. This is the chance for him to win at a high level it hasn't happened yet in detroit i hope it does at some point in time soon shout out to shout out to him for you know doing his thing in la and shout out to all these idiots who just now figuring out that he actually has a good arm and actually can throw the football so <laughs> that's my that's my word it's real funny how he's listed as a top 10 quarterback now before he wasn't no he wasn't at all he was like he's like fifth he's like fifth right now okay yeah, he's like nothing fifth. changed he just got old he got older he still has a bad back and he got older but he's he's fifth now he went from not mentioned at all to top ten. So exactly. <laughs> exactly. So whatever, man. Whatever. All right. And shout out to the Milwaukee Bucks for coming through for me and taking down the New Jersey Nets. I appreciate you. I appreciate you making me right and making it to the NBA Finals. Um, I did not want to see that team of uh, mercenaries make it. Nothing against them. But uh, it's just good to see, you know, Giannis and some young dudes finally get a chance to shine and to see Devin Booker in the NBA Finals. And shout out to my Bears for finally drafting a real quarterback for once. Like, I'd just like to point out that Jay Cutler is our all-time leader in touchdown passes. You never quarterback? And the quarterback that we just moved on from, huh? He was a real quarterback. And the quarterback that we just moved on from, Mitchell Trubisky, is fourth, <laughs> is fourth in Bears history. Of quarterbacks with touchdown passes. He's Wait, what? Time. Yeah. Mitch Trubisky is fourth all time. Wow. In in T in, in quarter in 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 uh was it in passing TDs. Fourth all time. Brady ripped them. With how many this team has existed like something like something like 57, 58. Oh, okay. This team is over a hundred is hundred something years old. This is hundreds no, a hundred and like ten seasons, hundred and twelve seasons, something like that. And Mitchell Trubisky, yeah, wow. Mitchell Trubisky is fourth. So just understand, Justin Fields is a bright future ahead. All he has to do is basically just, you know, last a decade and he should break every single passing record in the history of the Chicago mm-hmm. Bears. I can see them doing that. You know, it, it really wouldn't even be that tough. Like, real talk. It, it really wouldn't be that tough. And also, put some money on Cam Newton to be NFL Comeback Player of the Year, who is now Odds, he's still odds, not odds on favorite. His odds are actually higher than Tim Tebow being comeback player of the year, which I don't know how, because I'll be shocked if Tim Tebow plays preseason game. If Tim Tebow makes the team, he should be the comeback player of the year. (laughs) Nah, man. If Tim Tebow makes the Jaguars, he's like Bo Jackson. If he catches one, if he catches one pass from Trevor Lawrence, he's the comeback player of the year. If he catches a touchdown pass, I think they're gonna burn down Jacksonville. 
Okay, so <laughs> I hope that doesn't happen. You might do it overseas. And I hope they never bring him in to block anybody because <laughs> they're going to be sending prayers up his joints. His knees, <laughs> his ankles, his shoulders, his wrists. All of them. You got to gain some weight for that. Gain some weight. He's about 255. He's not a small man. It's just that he's not built for this. He's never he's done it before. That's also a factor in that as well. He's and not they, they didn't even and, and Davion Clowney. Like he ain't made and they didn't even invite him to tight end tight end university. Because he's not a tight end. That's, that's, <laughs> that, that's, that, that's, not, that's not fair. Is it? Is he needs to learn from he needs to learn from the rest of the tight ends in the world. <laughs> they didn't even invite him to tight end university. What kind, of, kind of disrespect is that? That's disrespectful. George Kittle. And, and Travis Kelsey and, and you guys put together Titan University. You didn't you didn't you didn't you didn't you didn't invite my man Tim Tebow to come by. He needed to learn. If anything, he needed to be there first. He should have been there first. He should have okay. been your first, you know, signee. Yeah. You know. So whatever, man. Tim Tebow is gonna prove all y'all wrong. He's gonna, okay. He's gonna, he's gonna win. He's gonna win NFL comeback player of the year. He's gonna have three catches for 22 yards and one touchdown. And he's gonna win NFL comeback play of the year with That's those. That's not stats. even an outlandish <laughs> prediction, but I feel like he actually would. He would catch three passes for like thirty-eight yards or twenty-six yards. Yeah, like one TD, and he might throw one, and he'll throw one too. He'll throw one TD, oh, and he'll bro. he'll he'll throw one, and he'll catch one. He's just comeback play of the year. He's Tell just lucky that his old coach is now the head coach of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Exactly. And guess what? He's been he's been the head coach for what like. Four months and he's already gotten fined by the NFL, which is hilarious <laughs> to me. He's like, "Oh, these rules actually matter." Oh, wow! I, I didn't realize that. Oh shit! Oh. Yeah. Anyways, let's keep practicing. You know. Anyways, y'all, follow us, find us, like and subscribe, give us some reviews. We appreciate you. And look out Peace. for that, that Instagram's coming up soon. Peace. Peace out. <laughs>